Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the early morning show. I'm your pal, Adam Crowley. Early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. You know the drill, 412-928-9370, the number to call. On Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. And then that phone number, it's weird. You can use it on the text line as well. Edgar Center and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. We can do the whole Ron Hextall thing. I was accused of beating a dead horse when early morning show after early morning show after early morning show, I continued to say in the beginning portion of the Steelers offseason and hell even before that that they should get rid of Matt Canada well we're going to do the same thing here with Ron Hextall I do believe they're going to fire that guy and they need to we'll get to that coming up in a little bit but how about those battling buckos I want a little positivity this morning yesterday was sad the Penguins playoff streak came to an end 16 years and The debate was, can you celebrate the last decade and a half of success or is the prevailing emotion anger or sadness on that day? And I felt a little bit of both. I think that's how most people felt, a little mad, a little sad, a little happy about it actually happening. But I went through the gamut of emotions and I just don't feel like doing that right now. We'll do it in like 10 minutes. But the Bucs win five to nothing and we spent part of yesterday's show talking about how St. Louis, when they pop up on the schedule, you just think, crap. It's like when the Steelers got to go out west and play the Raiders, whether they're in Oakland, L.A., Las Vegas, whatever, you know the Steelers are going to have a trouble beating the Raiders. Well, St. Louis has had the Pirates number since the NL Central has come to be. And the Pirates are now one win away <laughs> from splitting a series with these guys. And that's all you're looking for, I think. I mean, you'll take what you can get, but Neil Walker said it earlier on in the week. You go in St. Louis, if you're able to take two of those games, you're going to walk away happy. And I know that St. Louis hasn't exactly had a hot start to the season, but every single guy in their lineup is like 6'5". Goldschmidt made a sparkling defensive play. Arenado made a sparkling defensive play. Meanwhile, the Pirates shortstop, or excuse me, second baseman, booted a ball, and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to go the way it always goes. Nope, 5-0 Pirates win. And I have a question about the Pirates coming up in a second, but first, why not? Let's open the phone lines at 412-928-9370. What up, caller? Hey, I, uh, you know, the Buggas, pretty great start to the season. Uh, how are you feeling with O'Neill Cruz going down? I mean, like, obviously the start's huge, but O'Neill Cruz is, like, a little bit part of that success. So what is the outlook for the rest of the season? How are we feeling? 
It's been a minute since you've been able to feel good about the Pirates baseball team. I know, and that's my question, buddy. And thank you for the call at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. At what point will you buy in? And that's not necessarily fair because I think you want to enjoy the moment and celebrate the victories because with the Pirates, generally success is fleeting. But how deep into the season do they have to play ball at this level for you to go, okay, crap, well, maybe this team can actually be competitive. Are you buying in now? And the O'Neill Cruz injury, I think, does change the answer for me on that. If the Pirates go through a couple of months and they're five games above 500, and they've got a guy in the lineup that I thought could be a 30-30 dude, O'Neill Cruz, maybe I buy in. I just don't think they have the depth to survive without him. I've been screaming that they need to pay him 11 years, $182 million, like the Rays paid Wander Franco. And I can't, out of one side of my mouth, say, yeah, pay that guy the biggest contract that you've ever handed out, and then out of the other side of my mouth say, oh, they're not going to miss him when he's gone. So for me, I don't think I'll buy that the Pirates are competitive for real until the trade deadline. They would need to be above 500 or thereabouts then. But it doesn't mean that I can't enjoy the moments now. And I think that's where Pirates fans need to live. You don't have to apologize for rooting for this team. You don't have to apologize for being excited about an 8-5 and five start. You should be. It's better than the alternative. If the Pirates were 5-8 and eight like the Redbirds are, We'd all be saying, okay, same old Pirates. In St. Louis, they're saying, yeah, they'll be fine. But the Pirates at 8-5, and five, you're probably at some point going to say, oh, well, the Bucks are going to turn into a pumpkin, but at least you can celebrate it now. That's where I am. Let's go to Danny. Hey, Danny, what's up, man? Hey, yeah, Danny from Highland Park. Uh, listen, I, I'm buying in on the fun for right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, after... After Cruz went down and then they got smashed by the Astros, I was down. But then the Bay walk-off homer in St. Louis last night, I mean, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. You know, I'm not going to think too far ahead. I'm just going to enjoy the moment. You should. And that's where Pirates fans should be. I don't want to tell anybody how to act, behave, think, whatever. But my suggestion would be just be excited. Andrew McCutcheon had a sack fly last night. He had a double. He's got off to a wonderful start to the year. He's hitting 324. Brian Reynolds has come back down to earth a little bit. He just had the pinch hit appearance. But this G1 Bay, don't look into his past. Maybe not a great guy, but he's a hell of a ball player to watch. He was one for four yesterday, and he had a line drive with a couple runners on that if it's not Nolan Arenado, probably scores one, if not two. He's fun to watch. He's good defensively. You can move him all over. Maybe he's got a little Josh Harrison in him. I'm not going to crown the guy who's hitting, what is it, 230 right now, but I do think he's a good and useful ball player. Let's go to Anthony in Oakland. Oh, no. Ant, you're going to pour cold water all over this, aren't you, pal? No, I'm not really. It, you know, if the Pirates follow the Tampa Bay Ray model, yeah. then I'll have a lot more confidence. Yeah. I mean, when, do you know anyone on Tampa Bay's ball club? <laughs> Just my guy, Wander Franco, baby. Right. Okay. Point is, what do they do? How are they so successful? They play fundamental baseball. Mm-hmm. They pitch well, and they play great defense. And they've been—they have been. Maybe they're not the the big time Yankees or that crap. They have been a model of consistency for about ten years now. You can be them. Of course, you can be them. 
I mean, th- that right. would be the model, right? Because they're not going to break the bank. And it's not like they're filling that ballpark every night either. Well, I've just heard that relocation may be coming for Oakland and Tampa. Yeah. One to Nashville and one to Salt Lake City. And I, imagine what they'll do if they get a brand new beautiful ballpark like PNC. Imagine what they'll do then. Right. They'll give the Yankees into Boston a run for their money every year. Yeah, thank they you for the do. call, Anthony. You're a smart guy. I love talking to you, buddy. Yeah, they already do. There's that. Since 2007, they've been a thorn in the side of those two organizations. But I'm not going to say they'd be the Padres, but if they started filling the ballpark every night, I mean, take that next step. Maybe win a World Series. Let's go to Ed in Kennedy Township. Hey, Ed. Bye, Ed. Still don't have Ed. Let's go to the other guy. Hello, you're on the air, other guy. What's up, man? You tell me, brother. I just, I just, uh, in regards to the Pirates, um, I, I think, honestly, there's no other way, I agree with the caller before, whatever, I don't think there's any other way to look at it right now than just look at, the, to just be happy that this team is winning. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, for, for, for the fan, for the fan age, you know, for, I'm 25, for the, for, for people like my age, even guys to your age, Crowley, whatever, what have we known? A wild card game, an NLDS, you know what I mean? And that's fine. And that was, that was cool then, but whatever. But just to have this team winning, man, it's a good feeling. And I think you just got to ride it out, bro. I'm with you, buddy. And the thing is, if you sit here and you look at the eight and five start and you say, but. Eight and five start, but they're going to turn into the Pirates. Eight and five start, they're going to suck. You might miss out on the only good that they're going to give you this summer. You might not. Maybe they are competitive. Maybe they stretch this out for a while. Maybe they stretch this out in Neil Steelers training camp. I don't know that it would go beyond that. But if you look ahead and you try to think about where the Pirates may be, you're going to miss a good portion of the season here where they are playing good and fun baseball. This is a fun Baseball team to watch. G1 Bay is fun to watch. Rodolfo Castro, he's fun to watch. Carlos Santana, I call him a bum. He's been playing really well. Brian Reynolds got one at bat yesterday. They sat him down, and you still win. I think that's a good sign. And the one thing that I've seen from the Pirates this year that I do think can be a takeaway that you can extrapolate now over the course of the season is this is a much more patient team at the plate. You got... More veterans infused into the lineup, and the young guys have started to come along if they've had major league experience. And so I think they're seeing things a little bit better at the plate. This is a competitive lineup, even without O'Neill Cruz. And they're not going to score a bunch of runs every night. It's not going to happen. There's going to be ebbs and flows. But I do think the one thing that they can bring every night is they're going to be more patient. And boy, if that's not a joy to watch compared to the last couple of Pirates teams where they'd hit like 225 and strike out a whole bunch and not hit home runs, and, well, that's that. These guys get on base. They had 10 hits last night. They drew five walks, but they got deep in the counts to the point where this Montgomery, he had to throw 96 pitches, and you get to the bullpen kind of quickly. Appreciate that. Just enjoy it while it's happening. All right, that was all the positivity for today's show. On to Ron Hextall. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pirates winners last night in St. Louis. Doesn't happen a lot. They went 6-13 against St. Louis last season, so we revel in it. We celebrate it. We enjoy it. And if you don't, that's on you. Bucko baseball right now. I got the fever. Eight up, five down. Let's go to Ed in Kennedy Township. What's up, Ed? Hey, uh, Carl, why don't you tell your eight listeners to bet Detroit, Chicago, and Columbus to beat the Penguins? <laughs> that sucks. How about that? How about that? They lose last night, too. I mean, you're not playing for anything, but if they were, if the Penguins had something to play for last night, would you have any faith that they would have won that game? Because... Uh, after what happened against Chicago, I'd have had no faith. Hell no. What a three-bit parlay that would be, though. You could make a lot of money on that. Yeah, crap. Let's go to Tim in the Tape Brigade. He's always chipper. What's up, buddy? <laughs> always chipper. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'll be honest. I don't know that there's anything that the Pirates can do to win me back as a fan or baseball in general. Yeah. Because I was born in 93, and they've just been a joke of a franchise. But – I do hope that they recognize the massive opportunity they have with this season in front of them because now they're the only team in town to watch on television, unless you're a Riverhounds guy. Really good point. But, I mean, and I've heard you, you know, saying they need to pay Ernie Cruz or they need to pay Reynolds. I mean, if they've been waiting, I mean, now's the perfect time to do it. The city would love some positivity. And, I mean, even if you don't want to watch something, you're like, oh, this is bad. Sometimes you're like, I just want to watch something on television. I mean, think about all the bad television shows you've watched with your partner or a grandparent. I mean, we'll I'll, we'll find our way to Pirates baseball eventually. Just perform, and then maybe people will stick around. Yeah, man, you're so right, and that's a really good point about they're the only show in town right now. Zero question about that. Can you capitalize? And it doesn't just mean winning baseball games. I mean, that's nice. That's the most important thing, but really – for this year, it's not the most important thing. It's the most important thing on the whole. If they would sign Brian Reynolds to a $100 million contract, $106 million, whatever it is, and the team is fairly competitive this year, that's a win. That's a great season. It would only have been better if O'Neill Cruz performed and you could see where his development was going, but that's obviously out the window now. But if you sign Brian Reynolds to an $100 million deal while the team was fighting around 500 all season long, you really can't ask for much more this year. And it does not take much. To Tim's point, people just want something to wrap their arms around. I think back to last Friday, just a week ago, opening day, that place was buzzing. That was the best Pirates crowd since 2015, I thought, because people were living in their nostalgia fields, but the Pirates had also gotten off to that 4-2 and two start, and there was the promise of O'Neill Cruz, but also the potential Brian Reynolds contract hanging over everything, and that place was jammed. It does not take much. I think if the Pirates can keep this up for a month, 
if they're sitting there at like 24 and 19, I think people are going to get fired up about this club. And I don't know that it's going to last all summer. But again, it just doesn't take much. Got this tweet. Really wanted the Penguins to extend their playoff streak so they could tie the Flyers with 17 consecutive, but now that they're done, more Yinzers can pay attention to the Pirates and root for them. Yeah. I wanted them to extend the streak, too. If they had gotten blown out in the playoffs in the first round, which they would have, that would have stung. But I think that streak matters. I know it matters to Crosby and Malkin. Let's go to the phones. What's up? Hey, you're on the early morning show. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about getting rid of Matt Canada, I think that should have happened at least two years ago. But I, uh, there's a mixed response from people I talk to about, like, the Kenny Pickett draft choice. But going through an entire season with it, like, I feel like that couldn't have been the more clear choice. Going to, with the hometown kid, having all this experience, playing well in the college level, Najee Harris coming back and, like, I think the Steelers are in a real good spot this year. Like to contest, like who I think probably the Bengals with the uh, Ravens having all this like inner turmoil with Lamar sure. Jackson and his whole contract, and the Bengals uh, probably are the team to be right now. But I think the Steelers are right there too. I mean, Mike Tomlin's still here. He is incapable of having a losing season. Yeah, I mean they'll be around it. And thank you for the call. And this isn't breaking any news. This isn't a hot take. Nothing like that. But if Kenny Pickett takes a significant step forward this year, I do think they'll contend for a division title. If he does not take a significant step forward this year, then they'll be hanging around the wild card race, and we'll see. It it all lies on number eight shoulders. There's no doubt about that. It's why I'd love to see them take a left tackle with the first pick and then a wide receiver with one of the next two picks. Give this guy all the opportunity you can to succeed. Because I don't think, even though I do believe he can be a good player, I don't think he'll ever be a superstar. But if you give him a left tackle for the next 10 years and some more weapons to a offense that I already think has weapons, well, you could take a big step this year. Who's worse at their job, Matt Canada or Ron Hextall? We ponder that one to wrap things up next. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Spring is here. Silverado's Colorado's back in stock. Great selection. Stop in and online. SunChevy.com. Cloudy and hot today. Highs around 80. I put up a Twitter poll yesterday because that's what we do in Sports Talk Radio. Do it while we can before Musk shuts it down. Who is worse at their job? Ron Hextall or Matt Canada? Got a lot of juice there, 1,000 votes. Hextall came away with the runaway victory or loss, however you want to look at it, 75% to 25%. So two-thirds, three-fourths? Yeah, math. Three-fourths of the votes saying Ron Hextall worse at his job than Matt Canada. And 
crazy as it is to say, I agree. And I can't stand Matt Canada. If you've listened to the show for longer than a fart, you know that I crushed that guy because he's not good at his job. He was never good at his job, never should have been hired in the first place. Well, you can say all those things about Ron Hextall. Ron Hextall's teams have made the postseason four out of eight years, never won a playoff series, and really the two years that he's been on the job as head man of the Penguins, three years now, right? Yeah, three years. The two playoff series that he's really loomed over, he didn't put those teams together. That was mostly Jim Rutherford. Ron Hextall was given a Sidney Crosby and an Evgeny Malkin who played every single game this year. I think the top six missed a combined eight games. And yet the bottom six, when on the ice, was outscored 70-49 to at 5-on-5, which is the second worst in the Crosby-Malkin era going back to 2007. The only year that it was on par with that was 13-14, where the bottom six wasn't very good. Ron Hextall was given Hall of Famers, signed them to cheaper contracts. You have literally, since Chris Letang signed his first deal, not seen the Penguins spend less money on Letang, Malkin, and Crosby combined. Crosby and Malkin didn't miss a game, and yet you don't make the playoffs. You give Casperi Kapanen money whenever he didn't earn it. You give Jeff Carter money when, I guess he earned it at the time, but you had to look at his age. You can't even buy him out. Well, you could, but you can't even get out from under that contract. If he retires, you're going to get hit with that full freight. You just don't sign guys that old. And he protected him over Jared McCann, who was one of 16 players in the NHL this year to score 40 goals. You think he might have looked good in the bottom six. He wouldn't have got the power play time that he did with Seattle, so he wouldn't have been as productive, I don't think. But young, fast, great shot. Why would you not protect that guy? And instead you protect Jeff Carter. Petrie this year, I don't think he was awful. Certainly not worth the $6.25 million that he's getting paid. So, didn't love that. Marcus Pedersen apparently was on the trade block at the deadline. He was probably the Penguins' most consistent defenseman this year. Mikhail Granlin, nobody thought that was a good idea at the time. And then he scored one meaningless goal in 20 games, went five games without a shot. That guy was awful before they got him, awful after they got him. And if I'm comparing Hextall to Matt Canada, Matt Canada had, and I'm not giving him excuses, but he had an aged-out Ben, and he had a rookie quarterback slash Miss Trubisky at Q the last two years. Matt Canada's not good at his job, but he has significantly less to work with, a worse-off starting point than than did Ron Hextall with three Hall of Friggin' Famers on the roster, and a perennial 35-40 to 40 goal scorer in Jake Gensel. I think it's, without question, Ron Hextall who's worse at his job than Matt Canada. And do you have any idea how hard it is to be worse at anything than that guy is at calling offensive plays? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.